And a very warm welcome to you, Dennis, this Friday afternoon. Good afternoon, Meryl. How are you? I am well, thank you. That's going good. going well. The sun's shining. It's, look, it's beautiful here. The studio is quite uh, quite relaxing. One could almost go into a meditation state, looking out onto the green trees there, tucked away in this idyllic part of Newcastle. It's very pleasant even just to come in here, let alone participate in the program. It is a beautiful part of the world, but rather than meditate, I'd like you to ruminate on your okay. body okay. of knowledge. And I know we've got people anxious to talk to you on the telephone. If you would like to speak to Dennis, we are taking your calls for Nine two one six two one six is the telephone number here at Two NURFM, and we would love to hear from you if you would like to ask Dennis a question about your health pertaining to natural health. And Dennis, it's been very interesting. Uh, there's been a little controversy in recent times about the efficacy of herbal medicine. I know that sometimes you are under pressure to prove yourself, mm. aren't you? And and that can be that can be mm. stressful. Oh, look, I think you're right there. Um, I would like to think that it um, is less difficult today to justify the efficacy of herbal medicine. It uh, 35 years ago when I started teaching and practicing, it was quite uh, difficult in as much that the literature, uh, the experience... All that had been largely lost, uh, and I pride myself on having retrieved some of that. And over the years, I would like to think that as a result of my teaching and practice and as a result of the general um, interest in herbal medicine around the Western world in particular, that controversial perhaps as it still might be, it is less so. And certainly whilst there may well be some critics out there still uh, criticising and questioning the right of herbal medicine to exist in the 21st century, I tend to think that that's a diminishing minority. And I think that anyone that sits down and looks at the modern clinical practice of herbal medicine would have to say that it has a genuine, a credible base, it has a literature base, it has its pharmacopoeias, it has runs on the board... Uh, the population has warmed to it incredibly. And indeed, even in this town, let me emphasise, even in this town, there are a number of medical practitioners who would be practising herbal medicine very similarly to the way that I practise it. So even though there may be some what I call uh, medical right-wingers who um, still raise their eyebrows at uh, the mention of herbal medicine, or particularly when patients... Uh, mentioned to them that they're using herbs, I think that's a declining minority. And whilst there is a strong uh, attack occurring presently, I tend to think that that will be overtaken and that herbal medicine will be accepted as uh, acupuncture and Chinese traditional medicine have recently been accepted. I tend to think that historic Western herbal medicine very shortly will be seen to be something here to stay, part of the modern eclectic medical care system that exists in all Western countries. Let me emphasise, as I said last week, in European countries, the practice of herbal medicine and indeed even homeopathic medicine is not seen as something uh, alternative. It's not seen as something coming from left field. It's seen as part of the spectrum of health care, which Europeans accept and uh, which in, in many countries is accepted by government by way of funding. Mm, very very interesting. And I think uh, 
the proof is in the pudding for most people. Mm. They, they tend to have uh, some sort of experience with, that will bring it to a head for them mm. and often in desperation turn to herbal medicine and then mm. have that aha moment of this has worked for me mm. and therefore their faith becomes well, stronger. Well, it's interesting that you should say that. Uh, I practised yesterday in my rooms at New Lambton as I do every Thursday and an elderly, elderly gentleman came in with his wife to see me uh, and his comments were... Uh, ten years ago, you cured my diverticulitis. I'm here because I have an insoluble reflux, which is not responding to anything medical, and I'm wondering if you can do the same now as what you did ten years mm-hmm. ago. Now, there's a gentleman, uh, probably a conservative gentleman, um, who's there accepting herbal medicine because of what it did for him ten years ago with his diverticular disease, here he is today presenting with an intractable reflux. We are health naturally for our sponsor, Dennis Stewart's New Lambton Herbal Medicine Centre on 2NURFM, taking your calls on 49 216 216. Greg from Elibana's on the line. Good afternoon, Greg. Good afternoon, Meryl and Dennis. Hello, Greg. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. Good, what? good. But um, plantar fasciitis? Oh, or it's, however... it's a nasty one, isn't it? Yeah. Is she under the care of a podiatrist? Yes, she is. And that's how they picked it up. Yes. And she said ultrasounds yes. and uh, X-ray. Does it show a slight tear in a slight tear in the? Is there any spur? No. There's no spur. Not at the moment. Okay. Look, no. being in, being in the care of the podiatrist, in my opinion, is 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 good. They are skilled uh, therapists and usually able to contribute significantly to the management of this condition. But I'll throw in a, a few things that. Uh, might be uh, helpful to you. Um, okay. As far as um, my approach to this would be, presumably your wife's very uncomfortable, is that correct? Yes, and so she, she's a nurse, so she's not a feet all the time. Okay, look, what, uh, what I would suggest she takes on board is, is the use of some glucosamine-based products. Um, yeah. Glucosamine is perhaps overdone in, in, in some circles and almost turned into a cure-all, but I found it particularly useful when it's in certain combinations for addressing these settled chronic type conditions as one agent to actually contribute to the nutrition of the tissue and also lessen some of the inflammatory activity. So I'd certainly be looking at recommending some glucosamine-based product. And what I would suggest you do is if you hang on, I will ask our producer to send you one of my products called Glucosaplex, which is not a retail product. I only prescribe it for for my patients, but if you hang yeah. on, we will send that to you as a gift from the program and see how she goes with, you, uh, with taking that orally. And also, okay. don't overlook the benefit of topical preparations that have a credible base. Uh, topical preparations that contain arnica and an oleoresin of capsicum are very, very, very useful for giving some uh, significant uh, relief from the discomfort associated with that condition. There are many products in the marketplace that contain those constituents, um, Pain Away, uh, Stiff Sore yeah. and Sorry. They're all available. Um, you're from... Stiff Sore and Sorry. Yeah, Stiff okay. Sore and Sorry is a, a great product that I had a lot to do in developing it. It contains those constituents and it would be available from your pharmacy or your health food store. You're at Elibana, aren't you? 
Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, well, your Warner's Bay Hill Food Store would stock yeah. that product. I'd suggest you do that. Try the Glucosaplex. Stay in the care of your podiatrist. I see my podiatrist about every six weeks. Stay in the right. care of your podiatrist. Uh, try the Stiff Sore and Sorry or its alternative pain away and uh, see where that takes you. Yes, you go to their GP um, yes. on Monday or Tuesday. That's next correct. Week to, that's um, correct. Yeah. Good on you, Greg. Thanks so much for telephoning okay. and all the best. Thanks. I understand just how painful plantar fasciitis mm. can be. It's a, an absolutely dreadful thing. We're going to uh, have a chat now with Sheila, I believe. Uh, just give me one second, Den. My little screen has jumped away from me. And uh, where is she? Sheila, here we are. Hello, Sheila. Here I am. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. I, my little That's screen right. disappeared and then I had to get it back. Yes. <laughs> Den's here, Sheila. Thank you. Good morning. Hello, Sheila. How are Hello. you? Hello. I pricked my ears up when you were uh, talking about diverticulitis. Oh, yes, yes. I'm just on the end of a horrible bout of it, and yeah. I'm completely wiped out. Yes. And just wondered if you, what mm. advice you mm. have. I, it, the, it, uh, mm. I think the antibiotics don't help me. Well, the antibiotics, well, they are, necess- do and they don't. The antibiotics are necessary to cover the yes. acute infection. But what, yes. you, what you have to try to do is to build up a program that lessens the recurrent nature of this condition. Presumably yes. you've had this ongoingly, have you? Oh, for years, okay. yes. Look, a couple of little things that I would suggest you try. The, mm-hmm. ge- the gentleman that I was referring to a moment ago, yes. who did so well under my care years ago, yes. uh, simply appended to his management a regular daily dosage of the American herb Slippery Elm. Oh, well, I do that. Uh, how I much, do, do, how, do that. How much are you actually, taking? actually, I haven't had a bout now for two years. Well, there you go. Well, you haven't done too badly, have you? So <laughs> no, you might, but when you, it comes, you, it's you, awful. You, 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 might, you might have got a little bit slack. Because <laughs> oh, no, I take it every day. How much, how much are you taking of it? Uh, I take one teaspoon a day. Yeah, look, better increase it. Oh, absolutely. So, right. the slippery elm will only work maximally if it's given in a maximum dosage. Okay. And I would suggest, as a starting base, you double that because, yes. as you probably know, the credibility of slippery elm is based not only on its traditional use, mm-hmm. but it has a valid phytochemical explanation. It contains a substance called mucilage which yes. is a substance which, as it passes through the gut, functions mm-hmm. as, as an adsorbent agent and, and creates a better-formed stool and improves transit time. And as a result of that, the diverticular pouches or pockets mm-hmm. become less uh, affected. They become mm-hmm. less acute and yes. the possibility of infection is lessened. So increase your dose of slippery elm. Yes. It's a beauty. It's a beauty and still terribly underappreciated by the population oh, yes. generally. Oh, wonderful stuff. Get on to that, yeah. but increase your dosage. But yeah. also, are you, are you taking something like acidophilus, Yakult, Inner Health Plus or anything like that? Uh, I, I do take natural plain yoghurt all okay. the time. Well, look... With what, the, what, what, you know, the ABC in it. I think that's great. But what I suggest you do is perhaps just accelerate the ingestion of yeah. those probiotics and lift your game a little bit, even something as simple as Yakult from the supermarket. Yes, or something, okay. as, uh, something, something along those lines yes. that will increase the content of your healthy bowel flora. That's a great protective Thank device. You. And the other thing I would suggest, and this might seem a little bit uh, um, left field, mm-hmm. one of the other things I would suggest is the regular daily taking of something mm-hmm. like a garlic capsule. Oh, right. Now, yes. for, the, for the simple yes. reason, for the simple reason, mm-hmm. that garlic has some useful. Uh, antibiotic characteristics 
yes. and that asserts its action all the way through the gut, particularly in the large bowel. And, oh, it, right. and it, it, could, it could function prophylactically. In the old days, and I'm sure you can still get these things, you could get what are called garlic pearls. Oh, yes. And yes. they're very economical, very yes. cheap, very well proven. And you're talking to someone who believes that the best garlic is still the garlic that is based on the real garlic. Yes, <laughs> I know there's absolutely. debate about this, but if, if you take garlic pearls... Yes. And do what you do, bulk up with increased amounts of slippery elm, yes. increase the healthy bacteria in the large bowel by accelerating your ingestion of mm-hmm. the probiotics and you use something like a daily ingestion of garlic in a prepared form, say a garlic pearl, I, I, think, I think you'll find that you'll do better than a couple of years. Oh, thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you for your help. All the best. Thank you, Sheila. All the the best to you. You are with 2NURFM's Health Naturally, and Dennis Stewart, one of Newcastle's most renowned naturopaths, is here to take your calls. 49216. 216 is the telephone line. Peter, hello and welcome. Hi, Peter. All right. Thanks, Maddie. No, no, Peter. Oh, I think I think Peter might be on another call. Peter, are no, you? I, no, I'm here. Oh, are you? Yes, I did get another call. I had to, I've got two ears. <laughs> You're as busy as us in here, Peter. Good on you, Dennis Stewart. Here to talk to you for Health Naturally on Two, and you are Peter. Great. Far Hello. away. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Peter. How are you? I'm I'm all right, but Good. I'm worried about my wife who has a, a severe dose of fibro- fibromyalgia. What can you tell me about it's, that it's, and what can be done for yeah, it? Look, it's a nasty one. It's a nasty and, one. Uh, is she taking steroid for it presently? No steroids, no. And she's not been on prednisone? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. So, it, so, she's so, on some, some yeah, drug that, that yeah. helps. Um, helps the pain and, sometimes, and, and the anxiety, mm, apparently. Sometimes a small dose of prednisone is used to, to cover the situation, but that's only symptomatic uh, management. On, on, at the same time, um, the doctor's just started on a, a, a low dose of uh, hormone replacement therapy. Well, okay. She's 55. Okay, okay. Um, well, look, what I'd suggest you do, I always see fibromyalgia as having an immunological basis. Now, I know this is controversial, but based on my experience, fibromyalgia seems to me to be part of a spectrum of conditions such as chronic fatigue syndrome and other types of conditions that frequently will have, in my opinion, a viral background and where the fibromyalgia is a consequence of an underlying precondition. So I've always used an immunological approach, that is, to try to improve the overall immune system response to the condition and I've treated it primarily difficult as it is with a preparation based on the Asian remedy called astragalus. Now you've probably heard of astragalus it's a leading probably the leading Asian immunosupportive remedy which is usually the basis of most herbal medicines in Asia used to address conditions thought to be associated with a depleted immunology. So what I suggest you do is try that it's not going to clash with anything your doctor's doing. It's quite a different approach. There is a preparation in the marketplace called Astragalus 8. And it would... Where do you live? In Charlestown. Okay. You'll be able to get that from uh, any of your health food stores. They would stock that. It's a regular product. Uh, Dosage would be on it. I would suggest you use that. And also, also for the discomfort, um, get hold of a preparation that is based on a concentrate of curcumin, C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N, Curcumin. Now, curcumin is a very, very competitive natural anti-inflammatory agent um, extracted 
from from herbs, well known herbs, in fact, and it does come in various forms and dosages and sizes. It's very economical, very safe. It's the extract of turmeric, and I use yeah. that I use that popularly in higher dosages to get, bring about some degree of mild analgesia or pain relief, but certainly attack any latent inflammation. So that's what I'd suggest. Use some astragalus 8 and also reinforce it with some curcumin, both of those available from your local health food store. Are they expensive? Look, they're not that expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. um, What I think we have to realise is if... The government, if, if the government didn't support the pharmaceutical benefits scheme, we'd never be able to afford pharmaceuticals. So it's, it's a pity the government doesn't support some natural medicine supplements. Ha, 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 can you see it coming? I can't. But no, they're not that expensive. Good on you. Thank you so much for the call, Peter, and all the best to your wife as well. Great Cheers. Work. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Bye. And joining us on the telephone this afternoon, we have Carol from Taro. Hello, Carol. Hello, Meryl. Welcome back to, to radio. Thank you so much. That's it's very so kind. You both back on again, so uh, we we enjoy each other's company. It's oh, nice. I know he's the nicest man. I can't argue with that at all. <laughs> we better let him speak for himself, there, Carol. Hello, Carol. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. I was there to see you Monday. Okay. Now I've increased my medication. Good girl. Starting to feel a bit better. Good girl. And I've been to the doctor, and he wants to send me to a physio. Yes. How do you reckon that will go? Oh, look, I think if your doctor's referring you to a physio, why not? He, he said she specialises in vertigo. Yeah, that's good. And that's what I thought. Yeah. That might be my main help and everything uh, like look, that. I I, thought... What you've got to do with your condition, your, your vertigo, is attack it from any possible level you can. And remember, right. remember, and I say this to all listeners, our GPs are our prime contact therapists. They're yeah. the people that are primarily in our society responsible for directing where to go and get help. And if your GP has recommended you see a physio, you go for it because yeah, anything yeah. that I've prescribed in no way will clash, as you know, no, with what your it. doctor or your physio is doing for you. And my advice and my recommendation to my patients and listeners has been always you get help from where you can. Yeah. And, and these days, as I said early in the program, medicine is so eclectic that the days are gone when any one approach is seen as being the only approach. Now, you do what your doctor says. Good on you, Carol. Thank you. Terrific. Well done. I like that, Dennis. Vertigo, you can approach it from all different levels. That was was very clever. It just flows out, doesn't it? Yes, it it does. Larry, hello and welcome to 2NURFM. It's Health Naturally. How are you, Mary? Going going well, thank you. Do you remember that? Sorry, what was that? I missed what you said. My little flambe. Oh, my, yes, you did call me a flambe once. I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis is here. It's good to hear your voice again. Thank you. Uh, Dennis. Yes. uh, What do you got a a remedy for bruised ribs? Bruised ribs? Would you be playing rugby or something, have you? No, no, no. I shouldn't have done it. I'm in my 60s. No, I am. Climbed on a chair and climbed onto the um, sink and then fell. Look, in in our system of medicine, preparations, topical preparations, based on the European herb arnica, have always been seen as the first line of defence in speeding up the resolution of bruising conditions. Now, arnica is not a herb that one uses orally. It's a topical herb. And if you were to Google up its history you would find that for years and years and years, for hundreds of years, particularly in European medicine, mainstream and traditional, it's been used as a primary topical agent to resolve bruises quickly 
and painlessly. So what you can do, it's, it's fairly readily available. Where do you live? Gateshead. Oh, well, you'd be able to go to any of your health food stores there. Westfield would, would have it at Katara. Warners Bay would have it. Just go and ask. For I have a... been using that, uh, your stiff sore, I'm sorry. And that, that's useful, but get a preparation that is, if you like, concentrated with Arnica. Yep. And I think um, Martin and Pleasance, a Melbourne-based uh, homeopathic company, make a, a, a cream based on Arnica and... I've used that for many, many years, and yep. where, where a concentrated level of arnica is required to address a particular condition like bruising, uh, try one of those preferentially. And it's, it's, it's not expensive, and it's very, it's very safe. And the other thing, of course, is just be cautious when you're standing on chairs, don't fall over. Everyone went off at me for doing it. No more dancing on the sink, Larry. Good on you, and thank you so much for the call. We're now talking to uh, Camille from Foster. Hello, Camille. Hello there, Meryl. <laughs> nice to talk to you. Thank you. It's beautiful weather up here at the moment. Oh, glad to hear it. Foster's yeah. a gorgeous spot. You're probably just quietening down from the holiday rush at Christmas. We are. We've got our mm. town back. <laughs> oh, lovely. Hello, Camille. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Dennis. My daughter lives up in that region and uh, I can't uh, in any way at all get her to come back to the Hunter or even to the Central Coast. She's she's (laughs) fallen in love with the place. (laughs) I know how she feels. Oh, that's great. It's a wonderful place. How can I help you? Mm. So um, uh, I'll be 70 next month. I don't feel like it. No, no. But for many years I've had a terrible reflux or esophagitis problem. Yes which is uh, very debilitating when I'm out Mm, restauranting because Uh, mm. it's embarrassing. I cannot uh, swallow even a glass of water or anything until it has been relieved. And sometimes it can take a couple of hours. Now, do you choke? No, no No. choking. It's just the the irritation. It's... um, well, it's more than an irritation. Sometimes there's pain there. I okay. can't actually get swallow any saliva or it's just stuck. Are you on SOMAC or Nexium? Uh, well, I'm starting to take Nexium. Okay. And sometimes I'll have um, that uh, liquid, what do they call it? I'll just have a look. Gaviscon. Gaviscon. And, and do they do anything for you? Well, not really. When okay. I have a spasm, nothing seems to help. Okay. until it clears by okay. itself. Look, so I was just wondering about the slippery elm that you mentioned look, before. Slip, Could that help? Slippery elm would be one of those things that I'd immediately think of. Yep. Um, if you were to take it, you would uh, take it preferably in a powdered form rather than an encapsulated form because yep. the powder, and, and then you would make a, uh, a slurry out of it, so to speak. You would mix uh, it yep. with some warm water <laughs> and, and make it into a liquid so that it would benefit all the way down the esophageal region. I'd yep. certainly try that. Um, but also what I'd suggest you think about, and again, it's readily available, um, aloe vera juice. Oh, now, yeah. it's very, very popularly used yes, throughout, I know a lot about throughout Asia. And I, yes. a, a number of years ago, I conducted a postgraduate program in Melbourne uh, where I taught a one-semester program on Ayurvedic medicine, and I thought I knew a lot about aloe vera until right. I was preparing my lectures for that. And suddenly yes. I realised how little I knew about it, and as a result of my own lecture program, <laughs> I fell in love with aloe vera again oh, no. and yes, have found sure. that in, in, for many of these 
intractable, scalding, irritable, spasmodic uh-huh. conditions of the upper gut, it is pretty hard to beat. Uh, and it comes in a prepared liquid form. Yes. And again, it's very, very economical. Uh, go to your health food store up there. I yes. mention my name and um, okay. get hold of some aloe vera juice and uh, perhaps try that before you go the slippery arm way. Oh, right. I thought you might uh, meant use it in conjunction well, you with could, the you, It's you, either or. You, you could, but sometimes it's better to try one and, and just see how you go with it. Not that there would be any clash. They both work quite differently. Right. But so that would be that my selection. Be on a regular basis or yeah, just look, when uh, I'm having here, a here again, I would say that uh, something like this or slippery elm should be used ongoingly so that you get the benefit of yes. resolving any inflammatory activity in the esophageal region that uh-huh. is precipitating the crisis. Mm-hmm. So if, if you get benefit, keep using it. Yes, I avoid the uh, Samac. I took that for some time. Mm. But, um, I don't think it's very, um, you know, it's not a good idea to take some some of those drugs on well, if, if, if the, if it for did, a long it, period. If it didn't help you, certainly try yeah. these two. These two are perfectly accessible uh, and very reasonably priced. Okay. Thank you well, so much, Camille, and all the best yeah. to you and the good folks of Foster and Tunkurry. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> likewise, thank you too. Thank, thank you. you very much. Bye-bye. To NURFM's Health Naturally with Dennis Stewart, taking your telephone calls on 49 216 216. And good afternoon to Warren from Raymond Terrace. Yes, good afternoon. Dennis is with us, Warren. Yeah, g'day, Dennis. Hello, Warren. How are you? Oh, not too bad, mate. 50 and still going pretty strong. Well, there you go. Yeah, I recently uh, went to my doctor, yes. and um, I think I, I don't know what over the right pronunciation, a little bit above your tongue, the alluvius, or they call it. Yeah, uvula, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I had a wide streak in that. He um, he done all these STD checks. They all come back um, clear. Yes. Um, he sent me up to a specialist in um, in Newcastle here, to um, Doctor Finlay Jones. Yes, um, he, he done he done some checks on me of that and uh, come back with a diagnosis that I had this Epstein Barr virus. Epstein um, Barr virus. Yeah, Epstein Barr virus, EBV. It's it's the virus behind glandular fever. Uh huh. And. Have you had glandular? Oh, you must have had glandular fever. Yeah, he says um, that um, everyone's had it at some stage. That's he said I've probably had it for a while when okay. I was younger. Okay. But he's got me on all these. Um, I've got to have these needles uh, twice a week. Yes. Um, there's six of them. Yes. And and he's put me on all these um, vitamin tablets at the moment. Now I was just wondering, would I have to now earrings? I should be right in a little while. It's like they're retuning my body back into. To getting healthy again because he said the stress can bring it on and yes. a, a few things yes. and that. Yeah. But um, I was just wondering, would I would I have to um, take uh, vitamin tablets the rest of my life? Or well, what I would say is this: um, uh, certainly, what the good doctor has recommended to you, I'd certainly go along with. Um, and he's thinking along the same lines that I would think along with anyone that has an Epstein Barr viral background. But what I would say is this: that in my experience. Uh, over 35 years and as a result of discovering this preparation there is nothing, let me emphasise nothing that I am aware of um, that is as good as the Astragalus 8 formulation Um, now there are many other things that are prescribed to address the background of this and I agree with exactly what you've been told uh, by the good doctor but I would suggest that Astragalus 8 appended to that management, in my opinion, would speed up the resolution of your recovery. 
and you should perhaps mention it uh, to the doctor who would probably know about it because if uh, these other supplements are being used, it's, it's obvious that there's an awareness there of natural medication in assisting this. But if you were to have come to me, I would have prescribed astragalusate as a primary treatment for this, albeit the other substances that have been recommended are excellent also for it. Yeah, and I also had to look online about um, this Maluka honey, a special honey. Well, Maluka uh, honey, the New Zealand honey, uh, useful, yep. useful as it is, I don't think it would contribute much to your condition. I think what the good doctor has recommended and what I have recommended will see you um, speedily address the situation and I don't see you indefinitely having to take these things. Um, I would see uh, using these things to uh, boost, if you like, your own immune response to get you over the the symptoms that are there. And I don't see uh, where you would need to be taking these supplements for the rest of your life. Oh, okay. Then, because I was explaining to the specialist there when I'd um, right at the back of my thumb there, I I could feel um, some small lumps and that. And he said that was due to this EBV virus and that. But um, he reckons um, within um, a a month or so, I should be um, yeah back to my usual self. He reckons. I agree with I agree with the good doctor. I think he's spot on. All that I would say is the inclusion of astragalus eight would be something that I would uh, recommend. But again, uh, run it past him. Um, if he's confident that what's, what you're taking will do it, well, then bypass the astragalus 8. But had you come uh, to a natural therapist, a natural therapist would have suggested astragalus 8. Thank you, Warren, right. and, and all the best with that. Look after yourself. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye. To NURFM's Health Naturally with Dennis Stewart this afternoon, that telephone number, 49216216. Joanne from Brankston, hello and welcome. Hello, Marilyn Dennis. How are you? Great. Hello, how are you? I'm not too bad, but I have an interesting little, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's a growth, but it's Mm -hmm. like a callus, but it's under the skin, Mm -hmm. and it's on my uh, little finger on my right hand, Mm -hmm. and it's like a little white growth. It Mm -hmm. stops me flattening my little finger out straight, Mm -hmm. and I also have two of them on the palm, which is more attached to my ring finger. My GP did look at them, and she rattled off what it was, but said, no, they're not really a problem. But I'm wondering if there's something like silica or something like that that may dissolve them rather than ending up in surgery, which is where you go. Okay. Look, without seeing them and without um, obviously knowing what they are, you've obviously obviously done a little bit of homework on silica. I've heard you speak (laughs) about it in the past. Yes. Well, you probably know that the silica was a product that was made famous by the work of uh, Morris Blackmore many, many years ago when he developed a system of mineral therapy. A lot of people don't understand that Blackmore's today owes a lot to the founder, Morris Blackmore's, who based uh, Blackmore's um, reputation and products initially on his success with mineral therapy. And he studied and eventually prescribed a particular form of silica, which in the context of mineral therapy and in the Blackmore's code name is known as S79. That's just the product that uh, code number, if you like. And I have prescribed that for years, as you would have heard me say, for dealing with things like spurs and and, and, and other conditions that uh, uh, just come out of the blue are weird and hard and nodular, maybe even bony. And feedback from listeners for many, many years has attested to the benefit of giving 
that particular product of Blackmore's a go. It is worthwhile trying, and I say it again to listeners, silica in, a, in the Blackmore's celloid form, the code name S79, is always a useful, safe product to use for addressing these things like ganglions, uh, things like spurs in particular, uh, hard nodular things. Your doctor, I'm sure, wouldn't be offended at that. And I would give give it a go, albeit in using something like that preparation, one has to use it for quite a number of months, which is fair enough, and um, see how that goes. Yeah, I'll give it a try, certainly. There's Mm. no pain involved. No, no, no. It's where where you sort of, your your fingers curl up a little bit. yes. And that's probably the... It just looks odd more than anything. Yeah. No, look, I understand. There's no pain, there's no discomfort with it. Well, but, yeah. s- sometimes leave sleeping dogs lie, so to speak. But in any, I, in any I, case, try the silica. I always figured... At first, I thought it was just a callus from um, yes. mouse hand using the mouse computer mouse all the oh, time. Okay. And your little finger sitting sort of a little bit cooked and bent. Yes. Because I do use my mouse quite a bit. Yes. But, yeah, it's sort of getting to the point. It's now getting quite prominent. And I okay. thought, hmm, this is a bit odd. Well, try a bit of silica. You would have heard me talk about it in the past. I have, and that's why I thought I'd Give ask. It, a go. it might be worth it. Give it a Thanks go. Thanks so Thank much, Thanks Joanne. Thanks help, love. Good Thank on you. Nice to hear from you. Thank you so much. And our lucky last caller this afternoon, it's Jeff. Hello, Jeff. We have to be pretty brief. I'm sorry, Jeff. Yes, that's okay. Dennis is here. Hello, Jeff. Great, Dennis. How are you? Good, good. That's good. Um... I've got emphysema. Yes. And I use pufferers. Yes. Um, I did get a mixture made up by a naturopath a while back, mm-hmm. and it did help, but yeah. it was uh, quite expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if you know of anything uh, that can help. Where, where are you ringing from? Fern Bay. Fern Bay. Okay. Fern Bay's up now around Nelson Bay, Stockton. is it? Stockton. 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 Yep. Okay. Yeah. Look. The herb that I found most useful is a herb called Grindelia, G-R-I-N-D-E-L-I-A. Grindelia, yeah. You should be able to get it from uh, Visionary Health in Beaumont Street in Hamilton in a a liquid form, and it shouldn't be expensive. Right. Good on you. Thank you so much for that. I'm sorry sorry to be so brief, Jeff. Thank you so much. Good on you. Health Naturally with Dennis Stewart. A big thanks to everyone who's called and apologies to those people who are sitting on the telephone. We'll do our best to get through all of those callers as quickly as we can. Den, thank you so much for your company. It's a pleasure, Meryl. It's always good to be with you. We'll set the date for next (laughs) Friday midday. Again, thank you to Dennis for coming in on Fridays. Meryl Swanson sitting in for Jane Klein.